It's time for episode 518 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Clockwise, four people, four tech topics, 30 minutes. Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that's looking forward to the end of August, because I am looking forward to the end of August, and I wrote the intro. I am one of your hosts, Micah Sargent, and I am joined across the internet by my good pal, my dungeon buddy, because we play Dungeons and Dragons online together, people. It is Dan the Man Morin. Hello, Dan. Hello, Micah. It's a very august intro line that you wrote this week, and I'm... uh uh, very proud of that. So <laughs> we've done that one before. So I didn't want to do that <laughs> one again. Never yeah. mind. Okay. <laughs> um, well, speaking of people, we've ha- no, I, there's, there's no segue. Uh, it is time to introduce our great guests. Uh, joining me to my left is a video host and producer at CNET. It's Abrar Alhiti. Welcome back, Abrar. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be back. And to my left this week, it is video co-host, podcast co-host, author, general, amazing person about town, uh, all of whose work you can find at rosemaryorchard.com. It is, of course, Rosemary Orchard, because if it was someone else, that would be a strange website to have. (laughs) Welcome back, Rosemary. Well, uh, well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be back and, you know, excited to be on Clockwise with uh, all of you as well. Especially, I don't think I've actually uh, talked to Oprah before, so this is going to be a very fun episode. I'm so excited. Woo! Well, since you're all excited, we should get underway. Of course, you know how the show works. Four topics, 30 minutes, and mine for you is this. Uh, tell us about the last time you bought an inexpensive gadget that was better than you were expecting it would be for the price. Abrar, we'll start with you. Okay, I hope this qualifies as inexpensive, but I think the one piece of tech that I've bought recently that hasn't been crazy expensive that has changed my life is a MagSafe portable charger because um, I am always very nervous about leaving my house, not having a charging cable or somewhere to plug in, and then my phone dying. And just for safety reasons and just also just having your phone on, um, having this MagSafe charger. It's from MyCharge. I really, really like it. It'll fully charge your phone. I've heard the Apple one isn't that great because it doesn't uh, give your phone 100% charge. Um, But this one has been incredible. And I carry it with me everywhere I go. You can throw it in your purse. I know I sound like an advertisement right now, but I swear (laughs) to you, it it was a choice I made on my own. And it's one I do not regret. Um, Because it's just, again, for safety, just always having your phone charged up has been incredible. You know, it's interesting. One of the ones that came to mind was also a MagSafe battery pack that I had bought from Anchor, which was, I think I got on sale even, and has turned out to be a great thing to carry around. It's a lot easier to fit in my little charging um, bag with my travel gear. uh, And that's all great. But the other thing that came to mind was, (laughs) amazingly, I just bought for the second time, I bought some AirTags uh, also on sale. And I have been I you know I had bought a pack when they first came out and kind of you know put a few of them on things and and they'd run out of batteries recently I had to replace them and then suddenly I realized I had all these need for more air tags and I went and bought them and I've been 
really pleased because I've put one on my bike, which I've started riding more. And then my wife recently got an e-bike. And so we put one in there and I found these like clever add-ons online that even like from Etsy and stuff where people have like 3D printed these little places, things that you can like hide in places in your bike that take an AirTag in them. So um, I've been really delighted to be able to have more use for the AirTags. And to again, in a world where Apple tends to make products that are very expensive, I've always felt like the AirTags are actually pretty reasonable priced and you have been able to find them on sale recently so that's even better i mean for the cost of i think 20 25 bucks maybe uh even less a pop uh you know if you buy them in like the four pack uh, i have found that to be a pretty good deal so i will never lose anything ever again except for the one air tag from my first pack that i never activated and i have no idea where oh, it is no. in my house. <laughs> rosemary what oh, about you that- Oh, that's so typical. I, I I definitely have currently mislaid the charger for my MagSafe uh, Find My Wallet, uh, which is a problem because mm-hmm. it's the charging cable. So I now can't charge my MagSafe Find My Wallet. But the gadget, I don't know if this is technically a gadget, but I'm going to say it's a gadget. The, the thing that I bought recently that I was very pleasantly surprised by is I bought a laptop stand for my desk. Now, I did not buy this to use it as a laptop stand. I bought it to use it as a uh, holder for my iPad to just raise my iPad up a little bit well when I'm using it like a graphics tablet. Now this was uh, like eight pound fifty on Amazon, um, and it's got like little rubber feet at the front, and it folds down super small. Um, and honestly, it works really, really well uh, for exactly what I wanted it for, which is just to be able to lift my my iPad up a little bit while I'm I'm drawing on it. A while ago now, I bought what was called the, and I quote, X-Power A2 Aero Pro Multi-Use Electric Computer Duster Dryer Air Pump Blower Black. And I love this thing so much. It has two settings, which is wow and wow. And it will just completely remove any dust from anything. It's just, it's a fantastic little thing. And I thought, okay, I'm buying this. It's going to break in, you know, uh, in a month or something. Uh, but every time I pull it out and uh, have things to to dust, it works exceptionally well. And I'm always like re-impressed with how powerful it is. And the thought of ever using canned air outside of uh, maybe cake decoration and using... Um, one of those little pumpy things is just like, how, why would anyone ever, whatever you could use this instead? It's so great. Um, so that kind of had inspired my question to see what other folks had, uh, had, had purchased and all great answers all around. All right, let us move to our next topic, which comes from Abrar. Yes. Well, speaking of money, uh, <laughs> Amazon uh, just raised the minimum threshold for free shipping from $25 to $35 if you are not a Prime member, which leads me to the question, uh, which subscription do you have that you feel is worth the cost? And have you scaled back on any of them? Dan, what do you think? So take the second part first. I'm going to expose my guilt here, which is I have not scaled back on them as much as I probably should. I still have way too many streaming services. And those would be the top candidates for ones that I would start to sort of phase out or at least be more strategic about turning on and off. I have in the past... um, 
Hulu lets you suspend a subscription for, I think, up to six months, where it basically you can just say, uh, you know, put it on hold and it won't charge you, uh, but you can't obviously use it. Um, but then it will automatically kick back in after six months. So it's not as extreme as like canceling or deactivating your account. It just sort of lets you put a hold on things, which I think is a convenient feature. And honestly, more services should offer because um, it's very customer friendly. Um the one that I find worth the money for me the most, and I, this may be a point of contention among some, but for me, it's been worth the money, is they they used to be a sponsor on this show, but have not sponsored it in quite some time. And that's Linode, mm. um, which is where I host my website and a bunch of other stuff that I work on. I have a virtual server through them. I really like it because it is, I feel like, you know, bang for your buck wise, I think the base plan is like five bucks a month. Uh, I pay for a little bit extra for um, backups to basically, I so I, have, I think I pay the grand total of $7 a month <laughs> for a server that is like runs all of my websites and a bunch of other projects and is automatically backed up so that if anything happens, I can restore. Uh, and it's great. I really love it. I know they've raised... They got acquired by Akamai earlier this year, I want to say, or maybe last year, but they finally started phasing stuff over. And I think they've raised some of the more powerful plans uh, in terms of price, but the they kept the $5 basic plan where it is. And that's what I have. So I've been very happy with it. Um and then the other one I throw in there is also uh, not as cost efficient for me, but still pretty great, which is I use Backblaze to back up my um, network attached storage device, which has backups in turn of all my devices. And because of the way Synology works, it uses their sort of um, uh, enterprise oh, level backup thing. And so, yeah, so it pays by essentially like amount that you store slash like how much you upload. Um, and that means that my price slowly ramped up over the last several years. I think I started at like five bucks a month and it's up to like ten, twelve dollars a month. And I keep being like, oh no, this is going to keep go- growing. So I need to find a way to trim down that backup at some point. But the assurance of having all my data back up in the cloud is is definitely worth essentially whatever amount I should pay for it. So those are mine. Rosemary, what are yours? Oh, gosh, I have so many. I was just looking in settings on my iPhone uh, under, you know, my account to see what I'm subscribed to. There is a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, and so I'm, I'm just going to call out some of the ones that I, I use the most. Um, but Drafts, um, uh, a great app for just writing down little snippets of text and running actions on them and so on. Um, that's definitely something um, I, I love and use. Overcast, uh, great podcast uh, app that you can listen to uh, podcasts in. Um, and Parcel for... Um, you know, d- tracking my deliveries. Um, on the non-app front, um, I'm also um, a subscriber of Disney Plus. Um, but I think best value for money. It's difficult, but I've I've recently been trying Small S M O L, the the cleaning products. Um, they're eco friendly and so on, and I really love their multi purpose cleaning spray because it's not they don't send you a cleaning spray. They send you the first time like a bottle and a tablet, and you put the tablet in the bottle with some water, and then it it dissolves, and that's your cleaning spray. And then when you get more, you're just getting tablets. So it's really great at being eco-friendly and it's actually a really good cleaner so yeah i'm gonna go with that's probably the the best value for money not because it's cheapest but because it's great for the environment as well for me i'm actually going to choose amazon prime i think that that subscription for me is worth the price every time uh, uh because i do you know the annual and every time that 
uh, subscription goes through, I have no cringe or like, oh, dang it, or, you know, moment of thought. Um, there are a few subscriptions where when I see them go by, I think, ah, oh, I should have thought more about that before I let that one go through. Outside of that, you asked if I scale back any. I kind of scale back regularly, um, where if there's nothing on a network that I'm or an app that I'm watching, then we will go ahead and cancel the subscription for that. Um, and so occasionally I will just go through and kind of audit my subscriptions uh, for apps as well. If it's an app that I'm no longer using, then I'm going to cancel my subscription for that. Um, so yeah, I, I do scale back pretty regularly. It's uh, not sort of a, like a new thing based on on the current state of subscriptions. Uh, but Abrar, why don't you round us out here? My hope is that Amazon does not take notes from Netflix and uh, try to hold back on password sharing because I greatly benefit from my sister's Amazon Prime account. Uh, and I'm forever grateful to her for that. But uh, the the subscription that I feel like I get the most value out of is YouTube Premium. And the reason for that is I cannot handle YouTube ads because <laughs> I'm a child. And also, I appreciate having like my screen locked and being able to still listen to a video or having downloads when I'm on a plane. Or really, I think the biggest reason why I, I get value out of it is because it includes a YouTube music uh, account and you can you can stream music that way, which is really what I end up using. I don't even use Spotify or anything else. Um, so I, that's something that I, I value, but they recently upped the price by $2. So now it's $14 a month, which I think is absolutely Oof, unacceptable, but yeah. I'm hooked and uh, that's not going to change. Um, the subscription that I keep thinking I need to cancel is uh, Apple TV Plus because I have I have not opened that app in <laughs> probably a year and I just continue to pay for it because I'm like, well, someday I'm going to want to rewatch all of Severance again, uh, and I don't, and I just need to I need to stop pretending like that's going to happen. Um, alrighty, folks, we have reached halftime. So let me take a quick break uh, to tell you uh, that September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And once again, this is the fifth year now, the Relay FM community is coming together to support St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. St. Jude won't stop their life-saving work until no child dies from cancer. With your support, we will be one step closer to that day, one cure closer, and one child closer. Before St. Jude Children's Research Hospital opened in 1962, childhood cancer was largely considered incurable. But today, treatments developed at St. Jude have helped push the overall cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80% since opening. But of course, there is still work to be done. Pediatric cancer is the leading cause of death by disease among U.S. children ages 14 and younger. And we all believe every child deserves a chance to live their life and celebrate every moment. When you support St. Jude, you are helping make cures possible for kids with cancer. And this September, we ask you to join Relay FM in showing your support for St. Jude and Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. We're so incredibly grateful for the generosity of our community over the last five years, and we would love your support again this year to support the life-saving mission of St. Jude. With your help again this year, we know we can surpass $2.5 million donated. So help us get there. Donors who make an individual gift of $60 or more will receive a digital bundle of Relay FM wallpapers and screensavers. Last year, our screensaver sent shockwaves to the Relay FM community, so don't miss out. Also, donors who make an individual gift of $100 or more will receive our 2023 sticker pack featuring all new designs. There's also employee matching 
And if you want to get more hands-on, something that I'm doing this year, you can start your own fundraising campaign that'll help us reach our goals while earning exclusive Relay FM merch. Fundraisers who raise at least a dollar will receive a 2023 face-off edition of the Relay FM for St. Jude Challenge coin. And fundraisers raising $250 or more will also receive this year's incredible desk mat. And new for this year, the top 50 fundraisers at the end of the campaign will receive a limited edition Relay FM for St. Jude tote bag in an all weather material with a laptop sleeve that could have a surprise inside. So please go to stjude.org slash relay to donate and to find out more about fundraising. That's stjude.org slash relay to learn more and donate. Thank you so much for taking the time to head there. And uh, I'm excited to announce something soon uh, involving Relay for St. Jude. Dan's very aware of it as well. So uh, yeah, that's coming soon. All right, let us get back to the show. Dan, it is your topic. All right. So Apple has announced their fall event coming September 12th. I'm curious, what are you most excited to hear about this event? New phones, new watches, software updates, something totally different? Rosemary, let's start with you. Well, I'm I'm going to start with I'm going to be sad because apparently there's no more purple iPhone Pro. Um, and and, and mm. that's just terrible. Like there should be purple and green every year. Um, and and that's that's just the law. Um, by the way, Apple, if you didn't know that, please make that happen. What I'm <laughs> excited about, uh, though, is, um, you know, the, the just the continuing upgrades to things like the camera and so on, because every year I think, you know, the camera in my iPhone is great. Can they make it any better? And then they go ahead and they do, they usually make it better in the hardware sense, but then they are always doing some really cool things with the software and stuff. And there are just so many tricks that I learn with the camera. And I feel like that's one of the the biggest reasons why Apple sells so many iPhones every year, because people with pets and kids and, you know, lives want to be able to take really cool pictures of stuff so yeah like i am excited for the camera i'm also excited to see you know maybe they will tease uh you know a new um ipad or something but if there's an apple watch ultra and it's not bigger than my wrist then i'm definitely upgrading to that I am very excited uh, to see, of course, how they will talk about the upgrades to the devices. Um, you know, I thought last year I was going to be kind of meh. And then they had the Dynamic Island and that really, you know, caught me off guard in a good way. Uh, I was excited about it and sort of the new functionality it would provide. You know, I'm, I'm curious to see if it, if they really sell the new way that it's made, the new materials, the new um, the new colors or lack thereof. Uh, it's always just fascinating seeing how they go about uh, getting everybody excited about the next devices. Um, so yeah, it's kind of just a general excitement about um, what's coming out. And then uh, the last thing I'll say is I love how they usually try to tie something in the next version of iOS to the new phone or the new watch. And so I'm curious uh, what's been what we've, you know, had held out until now, if there's going to be anything specific, because, yeah, for the most part, the Dynamic Island feature was a physical one, but it was also kind of rendered in software. So we didn't know about that until the time came. Um, Abrar, what are your thoughts? 
I too am obsessed with Dynamic Island, and I think the rumor is that the standard models of of the 15 will also include Dynamic Island, which is exciting because everyone should have it, and it's amazing. But the thing that I'm most excited for is the check-in feature that's coming on iOS 17, and this is really what's the feature that's going to automatically update your loved ones when you get home or if there's a delay. Um, That is something that I you know, again, safety, it's mm-hmm. something that I that I think about a lot. And I think it's something that's going to make me feel better when I'm coming home late or, or taking the train late and uh, kind of help my family members feel a little bit more relaxed too. The, the downside here is that my mom does not have an iPhone. And I feel like she's the person who would benefit most from this because she's constantly worried about me because she's a, a mother. Um, but you know, at least it'll help with my friends. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I'm mostly looking forward to. How about you, Dan? Yeah, I, I these are all great answers. I mean, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. I liked Micah's particularly about figuring out what is the phone feature that is tied into the OS. Like, what's the what are we missing there? Um, the thing I would like to hear more about is uh, people who have been on the betas for uh, iOS and some of the other software releases will know there are some features that are not present in the first version that they talked about back at WWDC. And I'm curious to see if Apple will provide a little more guidance or timeline on when these features, like the new journal app, for example, might be available because that stuff is really interesting and we haven't really seen it at all. Um, so the the thing I am honestly most excited for out of this is I think the software updates to become available because there's definitely software things uh, like Abari mentioned the check-in um, that I think will be helpful for other people who are not running betas um, and also helpful, especially for those of us who have maybe family members or friends running uh, who are not running the betas yet. And we want to use some of these features in the real world instead of just with the select group of people that are currently running the betas. I think in particular of, uh, I just went on a couple of long car trips this summer and I love this idea of the um, share play in with car play where you can like have somebody else you add stuff yeah. to the music queue but we couldn't use it because my wife's phone is not running the beta and actually her phone is too old to run ios 17 so that's <gasps> going to be a whole nother kettle of fish um but i'm really excited for those features to make their way in the world and to get some actual time to do that i would want to be walking around airdropping i want to be able to walk up to a friend and airdrop stuff but i've <laughs> only been able to test that like once uh anyways lots of great answers thank you for that let us go to our final topic which comes from rosemary well, there is a rumor uh, slash e-regulation uh, saying that Apple will be moving to USB-C for the iPhones and AirPods this year. So I'm wondering how many cables um, and, you know, charging devices and so on are you going to have to replace? And what is your favorite cable or charging method? Wow. Yeah. Um, the only cables I'm going to have to replace are the ones that are being used to charge my iPhone and my AirPods. Um, I have USB-C for everything else and it's fantastic. Um, I do use uh, wireless charging. I would say at this point that MagSafe is my favorite uh, charging method. But outside of that, definitely my favorite cable is my USB-C uh, style cable. Cause I will say technically it's like a Thunderbolt cable. That's my favorite cable. Um, it's just easy to charge things and, uh, also speed data along, um, in the case of, of, you know, actual Thunderbolt support. So yeah, it's a great cable. Uh, Abrar, what are your thoughts? As a former Android user, I have plenty of USB-C cables, and I'm I'm actually very excited about the fact that iPhones will 
supposedly be switching over. I think it's about time. Yeah, I have a lightning cable for my phone and then I mostly use use MagSafe for it. But I do think, I mean, I you know, the rumor is that Apple will eventually get rid of all ports on its phones. And that's obviously going to be a few years down the line if it ever happens. But I think it's going to be incredibly convenient and also just kind of a moment for Android users to be like, oh, you need a charger. Like now we're friends. Now we can use the same charger. <laughs> uh, so this is really a moment for that for them to rise up. I will always uh, support the Android cause. So this is your moment, guys. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I love MagSafe and it's great, but I do think the ubiquity of USB-C is to me really exciting. I've been trying to phase out non-USB-C charging in my house with mixed success. But, you know, and, and between that with that and peripherals, like just moving more and more stuff to USB-C because I love the idea that I won't have to go rooting through this drawer and trying to find the right cable. Uh, I'm pretty close. Uh, I think the biggest holdouts I still have left are like, uh, I think both of my e-readers are mini USB, which is annoying. Micro USB, micro USB. That's even worse. Uh, (laughs) uh, I think, you know, a few of the other things I have here and there still rely on that. But I swapped out a uh, my travel power adapter for one with USB-C recently. So I've got USB-C lightning cables and USB-C watch chargers. But if I could just have one USB-C cable, it'd be great. You, even now, like my wife has a non-Mac laptop, and that charges with USB-C. So the fact that we can share a charger and on occasions where one of us like plops down on the couch and the other person has the charger, even though we're using totally different like devices by totally different manufacturers, it's great. It makes life so much better. So I'm a fan of USB-C. I know it has some issues in terms of all the charging cable standards and like what different data rates are it's kind of a headache thunderbolt thunderbolt three four whatever um it all uses the same connector just plug it in and see what happens um but i still think this is a a move in the right direction and i'm the the thing i'm really excited about switching over is my uh magic uh, keyboard and magic trackpad for my mac which are both on lightning so if apple could go ahead and release new versions of those with usb-c that'd be great thanks rose why don't you wrap us up there uh, I mean, I forgot about the the magic trackpad. I actually have mm-hmm. one on my desk here. Um, and I mean, I w- always have a lightning cable like plugged in on my desk because uh, I do iOS today and we, I need to plug my phone in to be able to share it. But it'll be great when I can just be like, OK, USB-C all of the cables, because at the moment I kind of have to color code my cables. I love the Anchor soft cables. They're really strong. They're actually soft. They don't have that like weird sort of like telky, gummy, sticky, but also super dry feeling that some cables get when they age um and that it's just disgusting when that happens but yeah i I prefer magsafe wherever possible i do like having a cable or two around just because uh sometimes like a device goes completely and utterly flat and wireless charging is never going to be as effective as plug it in so yeah um i'm i'm gonna have to get rid of probably a lot of lightning cables but i'm not getting rid of all of the lightning cables because there'll still be something in my life that's using lightning cables like my magic trackpad and uh for the annoying mini or micro usb micro usb things i i went with charge asap cables which have got uh, like a little magnetic dongle that you plug into the device you just leave plugged into the device and then the cable's just USB-C to a magnet and then you just stick it on to like the Kindle or whatever it is that needs charging and voila charge device 
Alrighty, folks, with that, uh, we're just about there to the end of the episode. And I do have a bonus topic, but I do want to take a quick second to tell you about our shirts. If you head to clockwise.social slash shirt, you too can own a clockwise tee. Uh, they are fantastically soft, uh, fantastically cut. They have multiple colors. They are so wonderful. And I think you should all have one. Um, they feature a great uh, stop watch design. And so you can wear it while you're listening to the show and, uh, you know, know that you are offering some support to this here show. Uh, again, that's at clockwise.social slash shirt. All right. My question for you all, uh, real quick is what is your favorite plant? Abrar, we'll start with you. I love my monstera plant. And the reason is before I got it, I thought that I was a plant killer. And then I decided to buy a plant that is very difficult to kill. And then it has restored my Aww. sense of, yeah, it's made me feel good about myself that, okay. And it is thriving. I bought it about a year ago and it is, it has grown so much and it has led me to buy other plants. So that plant has a special place in my heart. It also has a cute name. It's Monstera's Inc. <laughs> uh, like Monsters Inc. My friend came up it. with that. So, <laughs> so that is my favorite. Mm. Um, how about you, Dan? I'm, not a huge plant person i really i do have a black thumb so maybe i need one of those plants uh <laughs> i prefer plants i can eat mm. <laughs> um Spinach? i will pick i will pick my favorite plant that i love the texture and feeling and even taste of and that is dill dill oh. is just a cool herb whenever you use it so like it's got like the really fine i don't know that's all that's where i'm going <laughs> rosemary what about you <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I have a couple of obvious choices. Rosemary the Herb, because that's my name. Rose the Flower, because that's also my name. Um, but I think my favorite plants um, are actually orchids. They are surprisingly difficult to kill, um, and they will just come back to life and sprout loads of flowers when you actually remember to water them for the first time in ages. Um, and they're really, really pretty. Um, and I find the swell smell isn't overwhelming either, which is really lovely. And they come in all sorts of colors. So, yeah, uh, I love orchids. Beautiful. Um, there's a plant in the mint family called lamb's ear because the, uh, the, the foliage is incredibly soft and fluffy and feels like you're petting a lamb's ear and they look really cool and they're so soft and fun to touch. And I just think that they are so neat. Um, they also are very drought tolerant and can basically survive anywhere. So, um, yeah, I, lamb's ear. So cool. Uh, thank you all for your answers on that. Hey, if you would like to get ad-free episodes with an extra overtime topic every week, you out there can become a member of Clockwise. You just go to relay.fm slash clockwise to sign up. It's just $5 a month or $50 a year. And when you do, you will help support the show. In this week's overtime topic, we discuss tasks we want to automate but don't. Um, with that, it is time to say goodbye to our wonderful guests. Abrar Alhiti, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy to talk about everything from plants to USB-C cables. This is, this is why I love being on the show. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rosemary Orchard, for being here. Always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for having me. It has been fun to uh, talk about plants and USB-C cables, as well as everything else, including automation. Yay! And Michael will be back next week. But until then, we remind everybody listening out there, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.